Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Hey, we want to give some shout outs today. We do? How about Singapore? Well, hello, Singapore. Well, We're out there in Indonesia. Yeah, we got they some people feel. there. And we have some people in Morrisville, North Morrisville, Carolina that are listening got a good, to us. Good yeah. group there. Just yeah. want to shout out to you. So thank you all for listening. We do appreciate it. So well, how, how are you doing this morning? It is a bright and sunny day. I'm doing very well. We do need to um, to shout out to the people in Florida and South Carolina and other people Absolutely. that have been affected by Hurricane is it Ian? Ian, I believe. Um, do hope that y'all are doing okay. Praying for everybody. Hope everybody is safe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So bad storm. Very bad storm. Yeah. It, the, uh, we yeah. we we didn't get much in Mobile. We just we had sun, but some right. wind. Had some wind and back in, and but it was actually nice here. Yeah, but I mean, it's one of those hurricanes that goes out and comes in and out and in. So yeah, it was a uh, not pretty. No, not pretty not at pretty. all. So, so we're praying, praying for them. Praying y'all are safe and and okay. Um, and continue to be so. So, so what are we talking about today, sir? Well, uh, we'll probably get more viewers on this one. You We're think? talking about sex. Oh, sex. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Uh, sex and marriage. You know, yeah. in church, we often... That's a taboo word. Oh, Don't no. say that. Some yeah. people would walk out of service. Absolutely. Especially the old timers. Well, true. They'd look yeah. at us. Well, up. that's us now, almost. We got oh, we got not, little gray not, hair. Not, not Are you saying my hair's going gray? Well, you know, we <laughs> often hear about sex in church, but it's yeah. not in a good way. No. No. It, but, it's, it's about... And it should be preached. It, right. Uh, the negatives yeah. are pointed out. But in marriage, it's a very positive thing. It very much is. It's very important because it's a thermometer. A sexual relationship in marriage is a th- thermometer of the relationship and how it's doing. Oh, very good. And that will just kind of open us up. You know, it's interesting. Uh, men and women are different, not just physically, no. although the world <laughs> today, we don't know. People don't oh, know what goodness. a man is. I don't yes. want to get into that. That's, yeah. that's uh, open. Let's not go there. But, uh, you know, men and women are different, not True. just physically. Right. We we think different. We mm-hmm. have uh, different, different, different ways of communicating. Absolutely, yes. In general, there are yeah. some exceptions. Mm-hmm. But uh, so how often uh, do men and women think about sex? Mm. Uh, it's interesting. Men tend to think about sex. Uh, well, it depends on who you ask. But once an hour or right. once a day, and most men lie about this. Oh. Because they probably don't want people to know because it's so much uh, often with men. So you're saying the men that were in this study said they only thought about once a day? I don't know who these men were. <laughs> Uh, okay. They must have really, really been. Uh, I don't think. I, th- I think there's some shame there with men. You think? Because men are wired with the testosterone and uh, right. Uh, you know. Well, but you might as well call it like it is. A teenager's probably thinking about it like every couple minutes. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. I don't know who these people were, but yeah. But that's still <laughs> a lot more. Women generally think about sex once a week. Okay. And uh, you know. How often, how frequently we think about sex uh, often directs, directly influences our sexual desire. Makes sense. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, we look at this, you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, sex is an issue. It's the second biggest issue in marriage next to 
uh, money and, and uh, discipline of children and things like that. Well, and I, I definitely understand that. I mean, you'll probably say some of these things, but as a woman, you know, sometimes you just don't feel desirable. Uh, yeah. Due to, you know, having babies, waking, you know, not being physically top shape. Um, also, you know, I mean, I am I'm middle aged, going through menopause, having, you know, I had a hysterectomy. So things like that can affect a way a woman views herself and not being mm-hmm. desirable, you know. And and women are fighting uh, of course, you know this better than me, but I don't, you don't have to. You have, you have to be brain dead not to see it. Right. A culture that sells anything from tacos to car tires mm-hmm. uh, with women uh, with a body that's not normal. Right. Well, and even though in the media and everything like that, they're trying to push, you know, body, body consciousness and things Mm -hmm. like that. Everybody's beautiful. But still, when a woman, when I look at the mirror, you know, I know what the mirror is showing me and I don't always feel desirable. And so I know that there are other women out there like me that feel that way. Mm -hmm. And that does affect your, you know, wanting to have sex and things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think pornography is for men. Mm hmm. Uh, and women too. It's increasing right. greatly. I think that is a, a a huge topic. I won't I won't I won't uh, chase that rabbit, right. so to speak. But we'll get into it in another yeah. podcast. Pornography gives a uh, false sense of intimacy with, mm-hmm. uh, especially men, but some women too, to a degree. But uh, more with men. And I think that that false sense of intimacy really, really is negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, towards their marriage and in, in many ways. Yeah, absolutely. It can make the, the wife less desirable because mm-hmm. they're they're viewing things of that nature and, and that can affect the sexual relationship as well. When we look into this, what affects sexual desire when women mostly mm-hmm. is how they feel about their body. You right. Them run with that. Yeah. Uh, how fit they feel, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, how much they weigh, uh, right. appearance. Mm-hmm. You know, women worry about, I mean, within the relation act, mm-hmm. their stomachs. Yeah. Men don't care. I mean, it's just kind of, <laughs> you know, uh, they just want to finish and they're just about performance. That's right. the issue is performance. Yeah. But the woman's thinking about the emotional feelings and how they look and, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and, which is sad because we're focused on those things instead of the intimacy. And I think that affects intimacy. Mm-hmm. I know it affects intimacy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a, a huge thing. And I think that, you know, all this, any problems we have within our marriage, mm-hmm. uh, ultimately go back to, uh, you know, the fall right. of, 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 of Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the imperfection of our bodies, our mm-hmm. spirits, our emotional uh, psyche, so to speak. We are broken people, and we see that within our bodies. We see that within our spirit. Yeah. I mean, you remember when they sinned, as soon as they sinned, mm-hmm. they realized they were naked. And they were perfect. I mean, their bodies were perfect. But oh, yeah. they started probably thinking, oh, my goodness, here's a little bulge here. I'm sure Eve was thinking, oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. Got, cover up this bulge. got these love handles yeah. and things like that. And that kind of started it. 
And you know they were naked, which which you know a lot of especially uh, kids. <laughs> they were naked. Oh my goodness! But, uh, <laughs> but they were naked. There was no shame. Right. They were open to their relationship. It wasn't just the physical. Right. But they were just you see what you get. And then all of a sudden, sin, and then boom. And they were probably gorgeous. Oh, yeah. You could take the most beautiful people on earth now. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they would be dog failed. ugly compared to them. Yeah. Dog yeah. ugly compared to them. Absolutely. The original. Yeah. Interesting. But, you know, women have a tendency, even in their teen years, mm-hmm. To to be looking at their bodies. Oh my goodness! I look at pictures yeah. of when I was in high school, and I thought I was big. I wish I was big now. <laughs> yeah. And we all do that as as girls, as women. So yeah, definitely. So when you look at this, you know they have found that uh, uh, the association with depression and pursuit of thinness, right? And teenagers that tend to do this at an early age mm-hmm. in their in their 14 15 teens tweens years they tend to if they're really struggling with their body at that time mm-hmm. they struggle with depression most of their life oh definitely yeah yeah and i think that's sad it is sad it is sad we put too much emphasis on the i mean yes we need to be healthy and yes we need to work out and eat right things like that but why is the world's eye so focused on that perception as far as sex goes absolutely yeah Yeah. i mean because we love each other if you love each other you should have a healthy relationship sexually and all the way around and some some exercises as far as improving body image i think is taking responsibility doing what you can to stay healthy and fit right right uh encouraging one another Mm -hmm. and uh leave it at that it's it's not especially when you get in your (laughs) midlife trust me (laughs) <laughs> it's not you're not doing you're not exercising to look just like uh, you did in your teen years. You're exercising to, <laughs> to just keep on going to just keep living. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Swimming. I mean, there's swimming. There's yeah. running. There's weights. Uh, yeah. You know, but if, I think the goal with exercise becomes different than it was. 20 years ago. Oh, definitely. I, I agree. Absolutely. You need to do it to stay healthy. Um, you know, I also think is uh, looking at what your partner could start doing or stop doing or mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. to help your body image, I think. True. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's communication. That's important. Yeah. I mean, you want to be positive in the way that you think about things and talk about things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, uh, our dog just hit the, one of our uh, our robot vacuum. Robot vacuum cleaner. Yeah. But uh, he wants to get involved in this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what what can what can we do to be more sensitive and affirming about our our part our partner's body image? I think that's that's something we can talk about or think through. Yeah, process. absolutely. I mean, we need to be complimentary to each other. Um, you know, help each other make the right choices without saying, "Oh, you're eating a piece of cake," you know, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, you, know? you remember Fred Flintstone? They, they he went to lose <laughs> weight, and he was in this like eaters, uh, eaters and Anonymous, yeah. And the guy would like jump in the window and say, what? "They had like a sign, and it was." And, yeah, you and, don't need to do that. Just make healthy choices together. And we've done that. I mean, yeah. we've we've thought about, oh, we really shouldn't eat this way, and so we've made some some healthy changes. But you know, not letting focus to be like that. But I still compliment each other. I think so many times 
when you're married for a longer period of time, you 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 take each other for granted, mm-hmm. and you don't realize that you need to keep complimenting each other, mm-hmm. and that's important because mm-hmm. that I think helps build you know the sexuality in marriage just by complimenting each other and, and making those choices. That's great. Yeah, yeah, and and you look at this. There's differences with what they want, man, men and women, but there's similarities too. Right. I think when you look at this, uh, women, their biggest thing is closeness. Yes. Emotional closeness. Yeah, definitely. Uh, whereas, you know, men are looking to get to the end of the journey. <laughs> True. And they want the big O. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Men, yeah. men want more complete, but you know, men do want a more complete experience, uh, but they often don't know how. Right. They don't know how to uh, meet those emotional needs uh, like they would like to know. And I think that comes from day in and day out, talking to each other, you know, emotionally, being emotionally vulnerable with each other. Yeah. Uh, communication is huge, spending time together, and those will bring that completeness. That will bring that emotional um, closeness for the woman, and it will bring the sexual climax for the husband. Yeah. And and if you're doing those things daily, I think it'll be better. Men, men confuse the emotional with physical. Mm-hmm. They, they often do. That's, right. Yeah. Um, some ways to develop closeness, I think, find areas, common interest to share together, mm-hmm. uh, spending time together, yes. not talking about kids, work, or football. And getting off the electronics. And getting off your telephone. Right. Your, your, yeah. Or your computer. Focus on partners' positive traits, because mm-hmm. it's easy to focus on just the negative. Right. Say, I love you more often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Increase praise and appreciation. It takes five praise for every negative ah, to make up for every negative. Five praises for every negative. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, treat the partner with respect yes. and honor. Yes. Um, and, and, and just, you know, be more encouraging, I think. Mm-hmm. Uplifting. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, looking at this, finding that hobby, especially when you get into that a middle midlife thing. I think finding things together yeah. that you like to do in common. Well, I do. Um, as a woman, when you when you have babies, you're tired. Yeah. At this point in our life, I don't know that one. No, but at this point in our life, we're both tired. You know, yes. I mean, sometimes yes. we're just tired, and and I think finding those hobbies, spending that time together putting each other first, making those compliments, mm-hmm. I think that would make things better. Because, I mean, you know, sometimes we look at each other and we're like, yeah, I'm just tired. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. And, and that's a hard, hard book to be at in life. But at least we can talk about it. And that's a good thing. 30 years ago, uh, you know, the biggest issue for ladies was was not having enough time. Right. But now, mm-hmm. presently, it's not having enough energy. Right. And that is a thing. Yeah. Definitely. And I, th- I think when you look at this, ladies begin to have more energy after the kids leave the home. Right. I don't know why that is. Why is I that? don't feel that way. Yeah. I, maybe some of you out there do. So that's great. I think most people. <laughs> yeah. Most ladies, yeah. Yeah. But uh, 33% of women, no kids at home, say they have no energy as well. So that may help you. Yeah. That does you, help. You feel, you feel I feel better. <laughs> Well, and the reason for this is our society mm-hmm. is demanding more of our time. 
Right. Well, and a lot of yeah. times, like in our situation, you know, the kids got to get out of the home and then you're in your twilight, you know, taking care of your, mm-hmm. your parents that are older. And we're going to get there too. Yeah. yeah. But when we look at this, I think that uh, really, really trying to put up boundaries for mm-hmm. our jobs yeah, and our hours. We're bad about that. We're awful about oh, yeah. that. We'll I probably it. am a workaholic. Yeah. Some degree. We both are. And it's not good. Well, I love my job. I do too. Yeah, but, I too. But yeah, we need boundaries. We do need we do need to be better about yeah. our boundaries. Yeah, yeah. We're feeling convicted. Oh yeah, <laughs> altar call to the bailers. Uh, but but you you know I I really think that um, that that fatigue mm-hmm. is we're not it's not just us. No, our society wants more hours, right. more time. Yeah, more. And in, in working at home and working on the computer that most of us a lot of people doing. Yeah, does not. Make that better. Well, and some people think, oh, you work working from home. You don't do anything. But I think sometimes we're working harder at home than we used to be when we were at the office or in the classroom. I am very yeah. confident I am. Definitely. I'm my hardest. I taskmaster. Oh, absolutely. Me I too. push myself. Me too. And, Me too. And I think that it is actually harder. Yeah. Because I work harder. Because you'll say, what are you doing? Oh, I'm working. And you kind of look at me and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we we have to hold each other accountable for that. Uh, we'll talk about some ways to really uh, re-increase energy is get fit. We talked mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Run, lift that. Sleep. <laughs> What's sleep? Sleep is important. <laughs> seven hours sleep. Maybe, yeah. you know, six to seven for someone that's uh, in their midlife. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think you did strive for seven. I like so, to do eight or nine. <laughs> uh, how about 10 or 12? <laughs> 10 or 12. No, but that yeah. definitely need to at least get six or seven. You really do. Yeah. Yeah. Commit work and unresolved pain, mm-hmm. emotional or physical. Talking that through with your partner is huge. And yeah. that makes you, that breaks down those barriers as well. Definitely. Laughter. Ah, yes. You know, and the older you get, I think sometimes that's harder to, to yeah, get. Yeah, you get more serious. Yeah. And I think as a Christian, you see how... Uh, the world is evil, right? And 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 the things out there, and it doesn't really make you happy. No, but you need to to remember to be silly and act crazy, yes. and and we oh, do, yeah. we do that well. <laughs> well. I could picture Jesus dunking Peter. Oh yeah, or yeah. Uh, you know he called the Threw sons the cannonball. of <laughs> I could see this getting them all wet. La- yeah. Laughter is from God. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, eat healthy. Yeah. Establish priorities, simplify life, and balance out your chores together. Yeah, definitely. And date, date, date. Dating is important still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even though we've been married 24 years. 24, yeah. Oh, I forgot. (laughs) Stop and think. Uh, 24 years, we still like to date Mm -hmm. and go get coffee and things like that. It's fun to do things like that. Uh, You know, couples that have the most sex are Christian couples. Really? Yep. Interesting. Uh, and uh, 65 to 70% of Christian men say they're satisfied with their sex, sex oh, life. Okay. So don't allow the people that say Christians are funny duddies and have no That's interesting. Fun. Yeah, the world would yeah. definitely say that's not true. Wow, cool. Yeah, so God has always let the last laugh, so to speak. That is true. That yeah. is true. That's good. So looking at this. The message to both men and women is women may need to think more about sex more often because they don't. Right. Men may need to hold off and lessen the, the <laughs> um, you know. Right. Because 
that will increase their sex drive by preventing mm-hmm. or deterring the the their thought life about sex. And I really think it's important for you as a couple to talk about these things. You do? Yes, I do. Definitely talk about your sex life. I because, think that's important. You know, get this statistic. 70% of women said they thought their husbands wanted more. 40% of women said they themselves wanted sex more often. Mm-hmm. This tells us people don't talk about sex. Right. I think you need to talk these things through. Definitely. That would help. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Men generally have a stronger libido. True. Women report a sex drive as lower than men, mm-hmm. probably for the things you talked about. Stress. Yeah. Trauma. Physical, yeah. Hormones. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So when we look at this, uh, the biggest organ for the bit most important organ was that <laughs> was that a subtlety uh, is the brain. Yes, is the brain. Well, that's where it starts. Yeah, that's where the desire starts. You know, and using your brain to talk these things through will lead to a more pleasurable time in the bedroom. Absolutely. Yes. And it is a hard issue mm-hmm. for people to talk about, right? Uh, because you know, if we go back to our middle school days, it's kind of, but you know, we need to. God yes. created it, yes, and it's a beautiful thing. Yes, it's the ultimate intimacy, absolutely. You can kind of picture the intimacy of of God with the tri- triune God mm-hmm. and, and God's relationship with Adam and Eve prior to the fall. That oneness, yes, definitely. Uh, some ways to increase desire is basically uh, try to think about sex in a positive light for about 10 minutes at least a day. Oh, okay. Uh, rest. Yes. <laughs> Make time for sex. Some yes. Don't... Right. Health issues need to be addressed. There are some. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, medication side effects, talking with your doctor about that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are afraid to talk to their doctors about these things, but really, I mean, there are things out there that can help. I don't think doctors uh, really, they don't make it, they they take it very seriously. Yeah, absolutely. So don't be afraid to talk to your doctor. Focus on uh, on your partner's attractive qualities. Mm -hmm. Anticipate the sexual encounter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And pray together. That's important. Because, you know, praying together just makes you feel so close, I think. You know, we try to pray together every night. Uh, I mean, more than that, of course. But it just makes us feel closer together. And it's not some long, drawn-out prayer. You know, not that there's anything wrong with that. But, you know, sometimes it's just a short, pithy prayer. Mm-hmm. And But we're praying together, and that brings closeness, I feel. And I think when you look at this, you need to remember men are like uh, a light switch with sex. Mm-hmm. And women are like a crackpot. <laughs> crack yeah. And just kind of, you really, really have to build that emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. And I think when you look at this, you, you look in the Bible, uh, there's a lot of examples of, 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 of sinful examples mm-hmm. of sex, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of, there's good too. Uh, because, you know, I think a lot of times the writers in the Bible, uh, did not mention all the good because uh, they really were in a hurry and they wanted people <laughs> to emphasize, a, you know, the negative to right. emphasize and stress the positive. Well, yeah, definitely. And definitely. so so when we look at this, really looking back to Song of Solomon, uh, you know, uh, the beauty of, of sex and the creation, yes. Yes. Uh, the way God originally wanted it and the purpose of it. Absolutely. For his glory, for our good. 
Absolutely. And this is something that in your marriage, you both need to talk through. You both need to talk about and discuss these things, discuss some of the things that we brought up today and to make your marriage healthier all the way around. Absolutely. Jesus needs to be the center in in all, all our aspects of our relationship, including that. Definitely. And so I hope everyone's doing well. And once again, I God can take your mess and turn it into a message for his glory, for your good. Have a great rest of the weekend, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.